when you're outside, well, John, this is in your backyard, so keep a lookout. Nathrop, Colorado, is that near you at all? Never heard Not of it. Nathrop. Well, wildlife officials said Monday they oh. are searching for a mountain lion that clawed a man's head while he was sitting in a hot tub with his <laughs> wife at a rental home in central Colorado. He felt something right. grab his head. He screamed can... at the mountain lion and started splashing water until his <laughs> wife shined a flashlight on it. What a way to go, man. You're just chilling in the hot tub with a cold one and the mountain lion jumps in there and finishes you off. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. That ever happens to the old coach, you better put that on my tombstone. He fought that son of a bitch for 45 minutes for it, did he, man? I got a hell of a hot tub out back, and I've got a bug zapper that ain't officially legit by the government standards. Jane Street League. And, and let me just tell you, I plugged that bitch in on a Friday night with a cold one, and I sat in the hot tub, and I watched those son of a bitches fry. Guy had four scratches on his head, and he denied medical treatment. What a bad Damn man. right. Damn <laughs> right he ass. did. <laughs> I I'm wear good. that like a trophy. No, thank you. <laughs> All four of these some bitches, not four. No, I no, bit no. that sucker on the nose. Out. Let the record show. I declined. <laughs> he jumped in while I had her on full blast, and I bit that sucker's ear off. <laughs> Tried to cut me down in my prime. <laughs> Aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews. Just another snow-covered late March evening here in the good land. Nothing (laughs) out of the ordinary. Chris has shoveled out the podcast equipment, got it up and running, so we can have a show. That's great news for everybody. We have a ton of stuff to talk about. Coach may be joining us. It looked like he was. Based on the gif he put in the group chat, he'll be here at some point. <laughs> Angela is here. John's here. He's got a uh, black and white headband today. How's evergreen. Ah, do you have a uh, poor lighting today? I'm using natural lighting, as the kids say. <laughs> got a bunch of snow out there, too. No, but I mean, it's been Groundhog Day from a weather perspective in Denver for about 93 days where you wake up, it's 29 degrees. High of 49, somewhat sunny, just just barely cold enough that I can't ride my bike. It sucks. Need a need a break from it. We get about a month of that out here. Beverly Hills, beautiful weather out there. Um, police were called to Rihanna's Beverly Hills home when a man showed up to propose to her. I think I have the right to share my side of the story. Shy Ronnie. Given that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. I thought I thought we had a moment during halftime. It is possible she was just looking at the camera. Whoever this guy was, he drove from South Carolina, so he was serious. Whoa. Oh gosh, is this like the uh, the astronaut who pooped her pants four times driving from one NASA base to the other? What? Oh my god, that He's is who I'm pregnant chicks. Hey, oh gosh, hey bud, uh, I hate to break it up. to you, but and she was doing that so the time wouldn't work out, so that she when put on trial quote, wouldn't have had enough time to commit the crime, but don't you have to stop for gas anyway? At some point, <laughs> did she have a trunk full of gas? Cause you could hold the, you know, you can flip the thing. So it pumps and then run and pee. Like there's ways. I don't Maybe think she has a reserve tank. Yeah. She needed I, a reserve tank in the vehicle. Yeah, she did. Ben folds wrote a whole song about it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> But back to Rihanna, what's this? A uh, guy showed up to her door, wanted to propose to her. Security stopped him. So didn't even give him a chance. Not, no, they just turned him away, though. He wasn't like arrested. So he must didn't have even been get a, a full say anything moment. No, <laughs> no, no boom box. Nothing. She may right. not have even been home. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a rookie move. I think a well-seasoned stalker would have known if she was home or not. Yeah. 
If you're driving cross country, I mean, you got to at least have that information. That's yeah. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> Blinded by love. Yep. It makes you do crazy things. It makes you trade a Hall of Fame quarterback. Here's a crazy story. Uh, Reggie Jackson was on the Howard Stern show recently, I think, or I just saw it. And he mm-hmm. talked about the time he tried to buy, buy the Oakland Athletics. Um, Reggie put together a collective that included Bill Gates. They sent an offer in writing stating that the group would pay $25 million over whatever the highest bid was Whoa. to ensure that they get the team. As Reggie said, they could have bought the entire National League if they wanted to. Like, it wasn't a money thing. Mm-hmm. He was assured by Bud Selig that he would make this thing happen. And why wouldn't you? Reggie Jackson, is he's a legend. He's Mr. October. How great would that be? Then one day, Reggie wakes up and sees the team has been sold to a guy by the name of Lou Wolf, Bud's college buddy. And he wasn't just his buddy. This was Bud Selig's frat brother. Reggie says he went into a deep depression for six months over it. He had a hundred page lawsuit drawn up with a bunch of emails. He has all the emails and texts from Bud assuring him that this is going to happen. He said some guys came to him and said, you need to resign. You can't go through with this or you'll basically be excommunicated from baseball. So he just backed off from it. You're going to give him the Pete Rose treatment, huh? For wanting to buy a team, uh, 25 mil above asking price. Come on, bud. That's crazy. That's dirty. Uh, Wouldn't the other owners have recourse to sue as well? Because they watered down the value of a team that just sold. Yeah. You're Why do I always go to lawyer mindset when we start talking? <laughs> you're suppressing the value of a franchise. Yeah. Wow. Reach of something. Gosh. You know, for America's pastime, baseball is littered with just absolute turd burgers left and right. <laughs> that is a great way to put it. That is, I mean, how great would that be? The A's would have been much better. I wonder if they'd have gone through with the money ball stuff. Wow. All day. Great. Good point. They need a whole new start. Just kind of like the Angels. I think you burn it to the ground, build somewhere else. Pick yeah. up your circus tent, go to the next town. <laughs> <laughs> I decided I'm going to bet on the Angels over win total just on principle. You can't have half the world baseball classic on your team and suck. You would think so, but. I mean, we've seen it, but I keep hearing rumblings that the the Dodgers are moving people to get to get him, Shohei Otani, oh. which part of me hates because I think the Dodgers are the West Coast New York Yankees. Yeah, um, but also part of me loves because now I can freaking watch Shohei Otani. He's now my favorite uh, player by absolutely. far. It's not even close. What a gift that would be. Yeah. Yeah. Guy is that's where that's where a guy like Bud Selig says, okay, we're gonna put our thumb on the scale and we're gonna force this move for the greater good of baseball because the yep. the Angels, it was cute, you had your chance, but you blew it. Get him on prime time three nights a week. Absolutely. Like I could count on one hand the number of times I've seen Shohei Otani play on television. I'm pretty sure as a Midwestern guy who's a fan of the game. Yeah. And one was the world baseball classic, right? (laughs) Which was the single greatest end of any baseball game I've ever seen. It was so cool. That was a real, this is why we watch sports moment. Absolutely. That was up there with the Cubs winning the world series. Actually it was better because even when your team's in the world series, you have anxiety with that. It's just sit back and watch and enjoy because no one's, no one's losing. And this is going to be a great outcome for everything. Yeah. There's no way when, when Trout stepped in the batter's box, it wasn't going to be an incredible ending. Get no. to a full count. I mean, perfect. Gosh, did you see the movement oh, wow. on that last pitch? It was bonkers. It was totally I, weird. You could, you could be the best hitter of all time and it it's matter. not going to happen. <laughs> Your bat not, isn't yeah. long enough. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Oh, yep. Speaking of big bats, Magic Johnson and buying teams. Anytime a team comes up for sale, Magic Johnson wants to get in there. It's just how he's wired. He's got uh, that movie theater money. Yeah. Oh the uh, 
Owners meetings are coming up, so it's time to get the media campaign rolling. This is a, from an article, in fact, in Yadbaka. The 63-year-old has a stake in the Los Angeles Dodgers, the L.A. Sparks, as well as Major League Soccer Club, LAFC. Is that Los Angeles yeah. Football Club? That's very creative. Um, he became part of Josh Harris's group trying to buy the Broncos, which ultimately came up short. Um, now they're going after the Commodores. Canadian billionaire Steve. Ooh, Apostopoulos, Apostopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopop
he's not a businessman and he has no idea the depth of the water he's in. And that's unfortunate because he's top five NFL quarterback, wins 70 plus percent of his games. Mm-hmm. He needs to stick yep. to that and quit trying to outsmart the people who've been doing this forever. Oh, it's Ken Francis. You know Ken Francis. Yeah, he's in business oh, with Johnny Curtis, Utah. Baby. Ken Francis. Curtis, baby. He's got a personalized plan. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and he took a little pen to the S's to make dollar signs. Yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got Ken wins on his license plate. Have you heard about this Yukon hotel situation in Las Vegas? Is there a fantasy football draft already? When the Yukon Huskies <laughs> basketball team arrived in Las Vegas, they had reservations by the NCAA. So, I mean, we've all heard of them. At the Luxor Hotel and Casino, they didn't end up staying there, however, due to finding, quote, dirt, vomit, and worse in the rooms. <laughs> now, Coach Dan Hurley left and worse up to the imagination, but, I mean, there's only a couple of things worse than vomit. You're talking, what, urine? Poop on the walls. <laughs> excrement. Yeah, I mean, this is Las Vegas, so you're going to have your fair share of ejaculate, and that's definitely worse than dirt <laughs> or vomit. Is. I suppose the the rankings are debatable there. Point is, they left. The UConn athletic director, David Benedict, has to be up in arms over this, though, right? He said, quote, it's not something we want to make a big deal out of. Everything worked out fine. So maybe he's not ups- as upset as we thought. I think you don't get you don't get upset if you keep winning. It doesn't really matter to you. It's just uh, one of those things. But good luck vomit. You get you get ejected in the first round. All of a sudden it becomes a, a, a great deal. That's Good luck vomit. How many rooms are we talking? Because if it's just one, you think they could just pop, you know, whatever guys into another room. But this appears to be a serial situation. Which <laughs> <laughs> begs the question, what weird convention was in town where everybody got food poisoning or worse? I'd there were some any convention probably ends up that way. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, oh, wait. if we're talking about a Tupperware convention, I think things probably get wild. A buddy of mine was just at a construction convention there you in go. Vegas. <laughs> it was you. They did so, run that the same as the same weekend. So stay with me here. I got a Black & Decker sander. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a tape measure, a nine iron, a buffalo stuff for safety reasons. <laughs> for safety reasons. There were definitely some 'er ne'er-do-wells afoot because that same day while practicing um, on the UNLV campus, some personal items were stolen from the UConn team bus, including laptops and iPads. Oh, my God. It's the women's team trying to get theirs. (laughs) How do you not have somebody guarding the bus? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't get it. Vegas is supposed to be fun, not a harrowing ordeal. See? Well, this is why you always stay at the Circa Las Vegas when you go to Las Vegas because Derek Stevens runs a top shelf joint. Something like this would never happen in a million years at the Circa. They got stadium swim. It's gonna be a clean place. I have an I have a a real harrowing tale though. This was this is one of those things I I thought was fake, but I checked and it's real. This guy named Harrison Okine, he worked on a Nigerian tugboat that pulls oil tankers around. This guy might have our ripped in half plane jungle survivalist beat. Um, They were called out to help stabilize a tanker in a storm. I guess they tie ropes to a tanker from a a tugboat in a storm. That sounds super OSHA approved. (laughs) So this guy, Harrison is the boat's cook. He wakes up at about 5 AM still in his underwear, heads to the bathroom. Soon as he sits down, boat capsizes. Water throws him out into the hallway. So he starts down the hall and he sees like three guys down at the end of the hallway. He starts making his way towards them. Big wave of water caves in the wall, washes those guys away. He says he knew right away by the, by the power of the wave that those guys were probably dead. So plan B, he heads into the officer's cabin and the ship flips upside down and starts to sink. He gets trapped he finds this like four cubic foot air pocket in the cabin and he just clings to the bottom of a sink, which is now the ceiling. And the boat eventually, you know, lands or settles on the bottom. Now, during this time, he's periodically diving blindly and pulling up wood, whatever he can find to build a little makeshift raft. So he's not constantly pulling himself up on the sink. 
He's down there for 60 hours. Rescue efforts couldn't start for two days because of the storm. Only thing he said, the only sounds he could hear was the water lapping up against the walls and his crewmates being eaten by sharks and God knows what. Oh my God. Can you imagine how dark that is? No. (laughs) At what point, like when do you give up? 60 hours is so long. Yeah. I I saw the picture of him in his little bubble of air. There's video of the diver like finding him popping up and seeing this alive man in an air pocket in a hundred feet below the Atlantic ocean. He was, he had so much nitrogen in his blood that he had to go into a decompression chamber. I assume still under the water somewhere. They put it down there and he sat in it, but longest a human has ever been underwater and, and uh, lived. That's so amazing. That is crazy. Yeah. Like you got a new nightmare. Thanks. How do you not give up? (laughs) I don't know. God. Make it about you right away. <laughs> the idea of even swimming in 10 feet of ocean water in the dark is an absolutely insane concept to me. I'd never oh, do man. that. He must have known, though. Like, you must know. I mean, I don't know how long he was doing that, but you must know that eventually somebody's going to come. Eventually. Hopefully. But how you've no concept of time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, he was down like there for two, two days. Did he think he was down there for a week? Like, I where am I? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's wow, nice. is, that is wild. Yeah, I, I don't know if he got much sleep down there. No food, no water, no light. All of a sudden, he sees a hallway, a flashlight coming down the hallway. Holy shit! Oh my god, that is wild. I have another <laughs> wild story. Chris threw this in the in the group thread. The antler murder. Uh, a Minnesota man was charged Friday with fatally beating an elderly man previously convicted of child sexual assault who he believes stalked his young daughter in the past. A guy named Levi Axtell, 27, was <laughs> going to make it, was charged with second degree murder in the death of Lawrence V. Scully, 77, who was beaten to death at his home in Grand Marias. A criminal complaint filed Friday said he killed Scully with a shovel and a moose antler. Then he drove to the Cook County Sheriff's Office and confessed they said uh this guy's been parking outside the daycare he's been following around and staring at his like toddler this guy's been convicted of messing with like little little kids so he was convinced that this guy was going to reoffend, and he went ahead and uh moosed him to death did everybody a favor his bail is set at a million dollars wow (laughs) i'm not sure he's gonna get a heavy sentence Guys like this tend There's to There's a joke in there about messing with the horns or getting the horns or I don't know. <laughs> oh, the Minnesota newspapers are going to have a blast with that. Are they? <laughs> Whoever I does might get fired, but there's a joke in there somewhere. An inappropriate messing with the horns joke, probably. Gotta be. Here's a, headline, a local headline I saw. They found a femur at Bradley Beach just in time for summer. Police have opened an investigation that will surely go nowhere. But I mean, what do you do with that? It's a femur on the beach. This isn't CSI Miami. Milwaukee PD has <laughs> bigger fish to fry. Trust me. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. If you're missing a femur, contact the Milwaukee. <laughs> they got it. Yep. <laughs> you just got to come down and describe it first. <laughs> I would save the whale's tattoo on the top. And <laughs> uh, guy comes down. Oh, you got both your legs. Nice try, bud. <laughs> That's yep, yep, oh, you, clearly not you. a candidate. Uh, I'm here to claim the femur. Yeah, <laughs> I just want to try it on. Earlier. I'm not See weird what... or anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I lost it. <laughs> I'm totally a normal guy. This is not weird. Is it female? <laughs> <laughs> a totally normal guy. Rick Patino has. Taking Rick, the job at St. Ricky John's. Bettino, the little magician. <laughs> He's working his way back from banging that waitress in that booth that one you time. You damn right he is. Because <laughs> if you can coach ba- basketball, it doesn't matter. Where's he squirting his girt now? Hey, that guy, <laughs> let me tell you what, that guy, he has nine lives. <laughs> He's got people nine forget. lives in an all white suit. People, people forget he, he, he was the coach of the Celtics for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. This cat sure always lands on his feet. Two-week rehab program. He's fine now, so he's hireable. That yeah. guy has coached at more places and had more high-profile jobs. I mean, he 
man, he he's a champion. We should get him on the show. He's got hey, in, fi- in five years, this is going to be coach when we're talking about Cliff Kingsbury. Y'all, y'all don't remember? He coached for the Cardinals. <laughs> exactly. Right. He good. Has he come back from Thailand? But when he comes back, I bet you that there's somebody in line, there's some athletic director that's going to ring his phone up and go, Arizona State, uh, come on down. How would would you like to be the head guy at Prayer View (laughs) A&M? Yep. I believe you could help this program. Nothing wrong with the Panthers fans that live listening to the show, though. He's going to be the OC for Nick Saban. Y'all know that. Probably. (laughs) I mean, he's he. I think about five years ago, seven years ago, Nick Saban just stopped wanting to do the heavy lifting on the X's and O's and just hired smart people, which is genius. And then he just is the program uh, builder. Faced. Yeah. Well, I don't get me wrong. I'm sure he works his ass off, but I'm sure he's just like, I don't want to take the time to learn all the new stuff. So I'm just going to bring in everybody who knows it with uh, with a sketchy background. And I'll keep them in mind. And he, he's in all the living rooms of the best football players in America. That's what yeah. he does. He goes it's to the car wash. Room. Yeah. I mean, that's a good one. he yeah. runs the car yeah. wash. It works. There must I mean, be look, like at, a- look at O'Brien now. <laughs> you can't argue. I mean, there's a million of them. There's like a formula for that where you go like the small school cleanser. And then you have to do some kind of like a, a great charity feat of some kind. And then you come out clean on the other side. A couple of years ago, there was something to the equivalent of a 30 for 30 on it. And it's clear all he does is just preach discipline and accountability. And you know what? Sometimes 42 year old men need to hear that too. It's not a big mystery. <laughs> it's just back to the basics and doing things the right way. And they're like, oh gosh, yeah, now, now I can go out and coach again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, he won enough games at Iona where now he gets to go back to the Big East. Ed Cooley took the Georgetown job. The Big East is going to be fun next year. This is uh, St. John's is the school where the cheerleaders freaked out because they were left out of the <laughs> women in sports tweet, though. So a guy like Rick Pitino is going to be well-received. He's going to have blood thrown on him. Or, yeah, blood. Yep. He'll be He's going to get the PETA treatment. He'll be shouted down in some way. Um, speaking of oversexed men, Jimmy G free sex for life. The chicken ranch in Las Vegas has made Jimmy Garoppolo a very generous offer. Free sex for life. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> I don't think a guy like Jimmy has trouble lining up willing companionship, but it's a free pass hey. at a brothel's like a pistol. Even if you never use it, it's just nice to know it's available. That's exactly right. <laughs> like it's having like the, flying miles. Like it's like, a, it's like a real life get out of jail free card. You keep in your wallet just on a Friday <laughs> night. Things aren't going your way, but bam, you know, you got planned. <laughs> you can hit that in the, uh, the grand slam breakfast back home in bed, snuggled up time for game time. There's no reason every night shouldn't be at least an 8.5. God bless Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Love everything about them. Quote, I almost fainted when I heard Jimmy signed with the Raiders, said sex worker Caitlin Bell to TMZ. He deserves free sex just for joining our team, but he gets free sex for life from us because he's such a legit babe. Damn I think right. the real news story here is that people are still using the word babe to describe and sex someone who's very attractive. Is there an association for that? Like the National like a, Association a union? Of there's National, a union. There's yeah, probably like, a union. A union of sex workers. What's that union logo look like? Oh, <laughs> I, I got I got a pretty good idea. It's <laughs> something similar to the mud flap I see around <laughs> here. <Lady> mud flap. <laughs> the Association of Single oh, Sex Workers. Thick <laughs> underneath. <laughs> the known porn star dater can now head to Perumph during the off season or whenever he has a little time off in Vegas to see uh, this lady or her. Co-worker Alice Little. It's unclear that he has another uh, offer from Sherry's Ranch. They allegedly sent a letter about offering a week on weekend blowout. (laughs) Hey, where's he taking his talents? (laughs) Where's he taking? You should should have a LeBron James like press conference where he decides uh, which (laughs) whorehouse he's chosen. Kind of the way Barney Stinson did with strip clubs in How I Met Your Mother. They did a whole bit. That was priceless. He's got a chicken ranch and a Sherry's satin bar jacket. And he picked one of them up off off of a hanger. Here's a guy. Here's a guy who could head out there. He's got a couple dollars. Roger Goodell. 
He's done such a good job lately with the five minute replay reviews and all the pass interference calls. And let's not forget, <laughs> he solved racism by having the idea to paint and racism on the boundary lines. Jeez. So he definitely deserves a raise. By far, his most selfless act was in 2020 when he took a zero dollar salary to help flatten the curve. What a guy. Um, however, as noted by Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic, when the dust settled on the 2021 season, Goodell made sixty three point nine million. The same as he had made in the prior fiscal year. Uh, the PGA Tour Commissioner, Jay Monahan also took his salary to nothing. And yet, for 2020, he made $14 million, the most he had ever been paid in a single year by far. It says they're doing this with bonuses. How does this work, John? It's probably um, subsidized by the government. I'm sure it has something to do with uh, valuations of the teams and the increase. I mean, let's be honest, it's so easy to hate Roger Goodell, but the guy has done an incredible job herding cats over the last five years, and the NFL has just boomed. I sent you guys yeah. a, a, an article that's going into how they're shifting the Thursday night games. The, the crap that he is allowed or he is getting away with is insane. They're going to start flexing Thursday night games, which means, oh, you got short rest this week, and I just decided. Like it takes a real bullheaded genius to be able to finesse that. That's just an example of just how, how well he's been able to control the things that are vastly important in the NFL. And that comes down to making the game better. I know we like to grab a gripe about it, but they are making the game better, more accessible, brought in gambling, increased values across the league. And He's navigated what would be just insurmountable nightmares when it comes to player behavior, and it's still keeping it on the tracks. That being said, he's still a douchebag. (laughs) I think the Flex Thursday is a real indicator of how shitty the Players Association is at negotiating, too. Terrible. Totally terrible. They give up ground like this all the time, and it's seemingly for nothing. Oh, and brought in another regular season game. Oh yeah. yeah. Just stuff that how does he keep getting away with this? <laughs> At the end you of the day. Getting away with it. Wait, did you uh there's a, a Theo Vaughn uh podcast where he brought on George Kittle and they talked about how that got slipped under the rug and most of the guys weren't even on the call to vote for that. Wow. So they, they found the right time during the pandemic to Indiana Jones that one under under the door. Yep. That's a good way of putting it. That be like all, all that to say, the guy's done. If you're an owner, you love him and just keep paying him because it's we're just going to ride this train until the wheels fall off. Yeah. I mean, he's got a shield big enough to shelter 32 owners. So they're fine to just pay him to stand there and hold it up and take all the bullets. Speaking of rich guys, Mark Cuban is at it again. I think it's good to have a few guys who hound refs, though. I think it keeps them honest. He's pissed off about a play during a game versus Golden State earlier this week or last week. It was coming out of a timeout. The Mavericks lined up on their end of the floor as if it was their possession. While the Warriors were given the inbound on the other end, the Mavs were clearly confused. It resulted in a wide-open layup. Cuban pointed out that two officials were on the side of the floor where the Warriors are and another was where the Mavericks were, who was probably possibly confused and looking to hand them the ball. Nobody knows whose ball it was. Ended up ending, uh, the Warriors ended up winning the game by two points. So he's furious. I think all NBA refs are dirty until proven otherwise. (laughs) Did you just see, I think it was last night, Luca was complaining about a a non-call and he was wrong. When he gave them the money sign. (laughs) And it's kind of like, I feel like he broke the fourth wall. Uh, yeah, sports, where it's like, ooh, uh, so I he got a thirty-five thousand dollar fine, I think, suspension, um, and he's marked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, you know, with all the player, it, I, and I did see the play Dallas versus Golden State. It's weird. Uh, it needed to be called out. He did the right thing. It, the, the refs obviously have been bad, and it kind of, I think, it hit a fever pitch last night with Luca, who's a top five player in the league, basically saying you're bribed. That's how I interpreted it. And that's an ugly state for any league to be in when a top five player is insinuating that the refs are so bad that they're gambling on the game. 
especially given their history. Yeah. You think you'd be taking extra, extra steps to make sure that wasn't even a thought, but it was more than Donahue. So they never really acknowledged the real problem. You know what Mark Cuban should have done? He should go to cannabloompharmacy.com, C-A-N-N-A-B-L-O-O-M-F-A-R-M, like farm, A-C-Y.com, for some CBD, Delta 8, or THCA remedies for his stress. I bet if Cubes had stopped by 2770 Sumner Street in Hartford, Wisconsin, our good buddy Jake would have found the exact product that he's lacking in his life. They have everything over there, gummies, tinctures, vape products, beverages. They got, like, coffees and stuff. They also have THC flower, which again, Jake can tell you all about various kinds, depending on what you're looking for. They got one called Gary Payton. We love that as a sports podcast. They have one called Jelly Donut. That's probably not even from this planet. Like this is from outer space. It's something else. So whether you have aches and pains, trouble sleeping, or your dog is scared of thunderstorms, go see our friends at Canna Bloom Pharmacy with an F and use code PSR to get 10% off your purchase today. And you'll make a new friend. I would bet that you make a new friend when you head down there. Ben Taylor has no friends anymore in the NBA. He has been officially demoted. Well, not officially, but he's normally the crew chief every night he works. And he hasn't been the crew chief once since our buddy Fred Van Vliet said he was, quote, fucking terrible and a dick. (laughs) We should get that on a shirt. (laughs) Yeah. So they're, they're admitting their wrongdoing. Yeah, they're sort of, this is like the Jordan baseball situation, possibly. Maybe he's emotionally distraught and was like, I can't take this from these guys anymore. I'm taking two weeks off. Maybe that's what it is. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. (laughs) Maybe it is. We have hockey talk. I'm dialing back my hockey betting significantly these last couple of weeks because, uh, and I'm filing this information away for next year because you can't tell who gives a shit anymore on a given night. <clears throat> and well, I figured it's out hard why. Since everybody got shuffled, you know, I mean, that happened fairly recently where everybody's getting traded and I'm yeah. sure, you know, <clears throat> it doesn't matter how awesome you are. You still need to make adjustments to know, you know, how your guys play and, I tell you what, watching the game last night, the Caps and the Pens was just, oh my gosh, pure magic. Just watching them all skating in concert together, it was crazy. And that was one of the times where I was like, these guys are amazing. Both teams, incredible. Just So I was going to ask you, because I watched that game last night too a little bit. Uh, yeah. I watched about mm, maybe three quarters of it. Man, they were getting after it. Did they just not like each other or what? No. I mean, no, they, they, they do not. not. They do and not like each other a lot, and they no. were getting after it. Like it yep. was, uh, it looked like playoff hockey to me. It yep. really was. It was that intense and that, um, you know, it's it's almost like uh, they know, got the, like a like a Steelers Ravens thing going. Yeah, yeah, or a Steelers Bengals thing. Absolutely right. And the you the pins came it. out and immediately got. I mean, it was like. I don't know if the Caps just weren't quite ready for it or what, but the Pens came out and kind of jumped on them early, and it was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be that kind of night, and it was that kind of night the rest of the night. That's like awesome. they they were they were up and down the ice and getting after it. It, it looked like playoff hockey. It was cool. It did, and there was when you, when that happens when you have that level of intensity, you get to see these weird little nuances that happen that kind of don't happen in an ordinary game, which is. Here you have the goalie. He's like hard at it, you know, super concentrating. Dude skates by, stops and sprays a shit ton of snow up in his face so he can't see. Like super intentional. Just like yeah. those like these extra, like, like shorty. Extra. Absolutely. <laughs> and we were like, oh my gosh, what a dick. That was great. Yeah, they 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 definitely uh it, it was, was awesome. it was pretty chippy and and they right. they did like to uh throw hands a little bit yesterday. It was pretty good. Yeah, the I enjoyed that beautiful. a lot. Yeah. It was like a minute 20 left. Malkin stole the puck. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I've seen some epic pens caps game. I didn't see any pen cap memes out there i suppose that's reserved yeah. for the playoffs where you <laughs> yeah. have the pen and the cap yeah i honestly didn't realize that was quite the rivalry it was and i guess now that i think about it they're they're in pretty close proximity i mean i could see it so it just it just was really entertaining i i, I caught that yesterday and just by 
by happenstance and it worked out. But. Yeah. See, that's what happens when they put them on TV. People watch and they're yeah, entertained. It should be awesome. You know, I mean, uh, the marketing division is second to none over there at the NHL. We've already established how well they do. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I figured out why I think it's hard to bet on these in the last couple of weeks because once they're in, they don't care. They don't care about seeding. Like all these players say, once you're in the playoffs, it's anybody's game. So they're not trying to like be a two over a five. Once they're locked in, all they want to do is not get hurt so they can get to the playoffs and win the thing. So I think it's a lot of figuring out who's on cruise control. But people seem very upset about how the NHL is switching from Adidas uniforms to Fanatics. They signed a 10-year deal with Fanatics, so we're stuck with them. Uh, people are using the poorly drawn horse meme to illustrate the switch from Adidas to fanatics. People are saying it makes sense because the NHL is the fanatics of leagues. It's fan unfriendly, low quality and cheap. <laughs> it is fan. We need a bell. I would, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. It is fan unfriendly. Yeah. I mean, they make you have to work to be a fan of the NHL. You really do. I've never seen <laughs> yeah, a league. Do the paces. Yeah, you, I've never seen a league that is more poorly run for the fan. I mean, just you have to really work hard. I mean, you got to want it. You got to be willing you, to watch a game on your laptop on ESPN Plus most of the time. Well, through some Russian site. And it just you want to watch this game? Me. You pay me. <laughs> yeah, it, it it just baffles me that there's not more you know, appeal or marketing, especially to the the cities that don't have teams. I mean, just. Yeah. Why uh, aren't the Blackhawks trying to reel me in as a fan, a Milwaukee area sports fan? They should absolutely. Be, I mean, that's a the wild that's, should be fighting over me. It's exactly. I'd be curious that. to see what their TV deal is. I know here in Denver, the avalanche who just won a Stanley cup along with every other team in Denver won everything last year in hockey. <clears throat> they, had a big deal with their TV contract and they didn't even know if they were going to be able to play it. So I don't know if there's just not a consorted effort by all teams to be on a TV deal or anything, but I'll be looking that up because it makes no sense. There's, there's demand for it. For God's sakes, people watch soccer. Why wouldn't you want to watch a better yeah. version of that? And, exactly. And, and like, uh, here's a good example, Oklahoma city, for instance. I mean, the closest team to here is brought Dallas North stars and, and, I can tell you I have never in the history of ever seen a Dallas North Stars game on my television as an option to watch. Not yep. happening. <laughs> nope. Yeah, it's not like the you Dallas. need to black out your area. You're not going to drive there to watch. They might yeah, as well I mean, yeah. put it on the I'm, screen. Well, and I mean, yeah, I don't even – surely it's a pay-per-view option of some sorts, but if I'm going to go ahead and make that kind of – commitment financially it probably is going to be just something a little bit more uh racy than that man <laughs> gary bettman is really on a roll we're not going to expand we're not bringing back the nordiques you got to wear the fanatics jersey and these russian players are like hey uh if i go out there and skate around in the in the rainbow jersey i could go home and have some real problems back in st petersburg so mm-hmm. let me just hang out in the leave it to the black locker room here you know yeah uh, that was an interesting food. point. Uh, yeah, I never really considered that, but <clears throat> a lot of these people aren't. I don't know. I think you feel like a guy comes from Russia over here and he kind of just becomes a citizen. But I don't know. That's just me being an idiot and naive. Well, they still know. have a lot of ties back to Russia, and I'm sure their family's still there. And there's yep. implications. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they got. Chris says they're on work visas, so they're still Russian. Yeah, I bet if uh, I'd given it 20 to... seconds of thought, I would have realized that. <laughs> but I read that article, too, and it, it is kind of eye-opening. Work visas are a thing still? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, can you still get a work visa here? I thought it in, under this uh, administration that we have, you could just move here and live. Yeah, you, <laughs> your your existence is your work visa. Your presence is your work visa. Uh, I, I can see Chris getting riled up. Oh, here. yeah, no, I know. I know. You, see, you see that? Hey, I I, taught, I, I saw toss that right into him, and he's going to hit it right through the chain link on this. No, no. I actually thought when, when somebody oh, moved next door, no, me, oh, I had hey, to pay for him. Let me tell you something. If the Blackhawks want to smuggle this guy over the it's southern what? border, he absolutely could. He does not need a work visa. Oh, Unfortunately, 
Let cock down. These guys, these guys do things on the grenade and the launch. These guys do things <laughs> legally, and there's some bureaucracy involved in this. No, that's correct. But yeah, yes, they're over here on work visas. They are absolutely white. That does not that does not uh, work <laughs> when you're white. You have to have a work visa. Hey, here's what bureaucracy gets you right here. And you have to have a COVID test. Just I'm just gonna throw that in there. <laughs> Too many bureaucrats. COVID. Too many bureaucrats get you the Food and Drug Administration telling you that they've cleared cultured chicken cell material and called it good meat as safe to eat as human food. While the FDA said the lab-grown chicken was safe to eat, good meat still needs approval from the agriculture department before they can sell the product in the U.S. If approved, acclaimed chef Jose Andres plans to serve good meats chicken. It's all capital letters Freaking good. So That's out. how they insist this fake chicken meat is good. He says he's going to serve it at his Washington, D.C. restaurant. I want to know what it's called so I can never, ever go there. He's a famous but, chef, and this is the epitome of selling out. Have, yeah, I'll it do really the is. Foods. Have you guys seen the um the guy Mar oh gosh, what's his name? Morgan Spurlock's deal on the free range chickens. Mm -mm. Okay. So essentially, it's like uh Super Size Me Too. He decides that he's going to open a uh chicken, a free range chicken restaurant with chicken strips. And so he goes and investigates how to start this free range chicken farm. And it, and the whole thing is a, is a sarcastic hit to how comical this whole deal is. And he actually opens a restaurant and he calls it, I don't know, clucks or something. I don't remember, but he, he actually opens a real restaurant where he um, uses this, the chickens from his farm. But that's exactly what this sounds like. It's like a it's like a spin on, you know, only he was actually trying to draw a middle finger to the the FDA and 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 the whole rigmarole that is the grading of of how food works. But anyhow, you guys might want to check that out if you get a chance. It's 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 worth watching. It's like Super Size Me 2 or something. It's it's the spin-off. It's Spurlock spin-off. Pretty good. My sister's got some, uh, I don't know if they're free range chickens. I know they have a coop, so I don't know what that means. If you have to leave them outside for the coyotes for them to be free range, but. I'm oh, sure he they're defines not it in there. He, de he defines it. The FDA defined free, free range chickens is yeah, not like, like not in cages. So they put like a thousand of these chickens in a barn. And and they're called free range chickens just because they're not confined to a no, cage. No, it's like thirty. That's cage free. Yes. Yeah. It's, cage it's, free. Right. It's, it's, yeah. Cage free. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. Just one big cage. My I'll tell you what. Never if you own chicken chickens right now, you might be on the verge of some uh, sort of some sort of uh, millionaire scheme because the eggs, the price of eggs right now, are definitely supporting that industry. Well, I've been seeing numerous chicken farmers on the interwebs talking about how their chickens aren't laying eggs anymore after eating some certain Boycott. food that they bought. And um, when they mixed sure. together their own feed of natural products, they started laying eggs again. So, oh, sure. There might be a whole egg conspiracy going on. Who I, I'm knows? just going to come out on record and saying any food you're making in a lab is unnatural and I won't be eating it. Beyond meat? Yeah, right. I, it's an abomination of God. I actually <laughs> saw that yesterday at Sam's Beyond Burgers, and I thought about picking one up for a brief second till I saw the price. If you want to get me to try that, try to try to cut it under the price of what you the lie to me. it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> first you know, time's free, isn't that? Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and try it. I would eat bugs before I ate something out of. Out of a lab, because yep. that's actually yep. going to become a thing. Because apparently they're high in protein and low in fat. What? But it is. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. And there's twenty years. You'll own sixty trillion of them. Bugs. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. All, all you got to do is mix it in with some some hot sauce. There. No. Yeah, we have no. to just do some of the sweet and savory thing with those bitches. You'll Maybe eat some Hellman's yeah. milk mayonnaise, mm. chocolate, and some uh, uh, sriracha. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, no bugs. Kicked up chicken seasoning and amazing burger seasoning. No, man, I, I'm out on bugs. Smoking cockroach. 
Now, I will grab a cold one and watch them get fried on my back porch, though. That's a hell of a time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, that's what uh, that's what we call Logan County Friday night. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, when you're outside, well, John, this is in your backyard, so keep a lookout. Nathrop, Colorado, is that near you at all? Never heard yeah. of it. Nathrop, well, wildlife officials said Monday they oh. are searching for a mountain lion. <laughs> That clawed a man's head while he was sitting in a hot tub with his wife at a rental home in central Colorado. I believe I stole this from Doton. How do you say Doton's last name, Angela? A Yeti Joe? That's how I always say it in my brain. A Yeti yeah. Joe. Yeah. He posted it in the Zabe group, and I was like, ooh, I'm stealing that. <laughs> yeah, this guy was just sitting in his hot tub, uh, soaking in the ground, in ground hot tub in a wooded subdivision west of Nathrop, Nathrop. Living on Saturday night, life. He felt something <laughs> right. grab his head, yeah. and uh, he screamed can... at the mountain lion and started splashing water <laughs> until his wife shined a flashlight on it. At which point, it retreated to the top of a hill and continued to watch them, probably just plotting how he's going to get that bitch with the flashlight first <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> before the guy gets out of the tub. Cats are a house cat is a plotting son of a bitch. Oh yeah, so I'll try I imagine a mountain lion is too. That's what they spend yeah. their day doing. Yeah. It's Just been scientifically proven. They're always trying to kill you, but they're sizing up and realizing that they can't. So they give up. <laughs> they're bitches. I will okay. tell you, though, that guy sounded like he had it made up until the mountain lion got him, too. I mean, if, nice if you're gonna go, going to go, what a way to go, man. You're just chilling in the hot tub with a cold <laughs> one, and the mountain lion jumps in there and finishes you off. Hey, man, I'll tell you what. That ever happens to the old coach, you better put that on my tombstone. He fought that son of a bitch for 45 minutes for it did him in. Because let me just tell you, I I got a hell of a hot tub out back, and I've got a bug zapper that ain't officially legit by the government standards. Jane Street League. And, and let me just tell you, I plugged that bitch in on a Friday night with a cold one, and I sat in the hot tub, and I watched those son of a bitches fry one after another. I'll tell you what, it will, it'll reach out and zap them. They don't even have to get on the light. It, it'll get them if they go by. That's how good it is. If this thing ran from a flashlight, your bug zapper is definitely going to yeah, chase Yeah, imagine up. doing that and all of a sudden, wow. Yeah, all of a sudden, a mountain lion's in there with you. I Oh, gosh. Ooh, reminds That's, me of my uh, younger days. <laughs> yikes. A cougar? Come on. Being attacked by a cougar. <laughs> 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 oh, that's uh, that's some circa 2005. Maybe if you're watching this, I love you. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't much. trade it for nothing. Nope. I'm legitimately afraid to book a mountain uh mountain getaway with a hot tub. We, we did that almost exactly to the day this happened last year. We went up to Estes Park, and uh, if you would have told me that there was a mountain lion sizing me up. I would have believed it. We were way beyond any civilization. So I'm going to think twice about doing that from now on. Yeah. At least bring a pea shooter. Yeah. yeah. I mean, those things. I mean, those, those are savage animals. They, yeah. Well, nobody wants a part of a mountain lion. You put a they mountain shoot lion to versus kill. anything. That's for sure. Nobody wants that. You, I mean. You can just be, cool guy. be the cool guy who shows up to the hot tub with a a buck knife what is that for well you in never case know a mountain lion yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. okay bro yeah better to hey, not need it google it there was, there was a reason why mike leach said he went and he was a cougar now he explained the whole deal about that cat now, no i mean think about it though there's there's only probably a, a nickel's worth of animals in the march madness of mammals that would really tangle with a mountain lion i mean you you gotta be a mountain lion's a bad dude yeah, yeah, they ran. They run with some bad boys. <laughs> they run with some bad boys. <laughs> <clears throat> Guy had four scratches on his head, and he denied medical treatment. What a bad damn ass. right, damn right ass. he did. <laughs> I wear that like a trophy. No, thank you. <laughs> All four of these some bitches. Not four. Nah, I nah, bit nah. that sucker on the nose. out. <laughs> Let the record show. I declined. <laughs> he jumped in while I had her on full blast and I bit that sucker's ear off. <laughs> Tried to oh, cut me down in my prime. <laughs> Back to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Not before I tore his eyeball <laughs> out. <laughs> Got that bastard's eye, though. 
We'll end on this, the barbecue 911 call in Raleigh, North Carolina. A woman called the police to report a restaurant serving, quote, pink meat, despite the restaurant's assurances that smoked meat appears pink even when cooked. The restaurant, Clyde Cooper's Barbecue, has been downtown Raleigh since 1938. So I think they know what they're doing. They went on social media to share their side of the story. Two images shared to Clyde Cooper's Barbecue Facebook page show a review from Annie Cook, a real a real simpleton, who says, Barbecue was very pink and had lots of fat in it. Tried to go back and tell them I either want my money back or something else. They refused to do either. After I called the cops up there, they gave me one piece of chicken in a bag and said, keep the plate. Cops said I had to file a civil suit with the courts. Listen, this this is this right nine one one. This story is, this is look, I, I spent I spent a significant amount of time on the other end of this deal. Let me tell you how this works. When something like that comes across, usually if you're if you're a guy of any sort of rank, you would grab the radio and you'd say, "I'm going to check that in service and go ahead and uh, clear it off the board." <laughs> what that essentially tells everybody is that call is highly bullshit. I'll go by and check it if I want to go buy and check and go ahead and clear place. it off the board <laughs> and let's go on with more important things. That's what that is. Isn't and the right thing to do is to arrest her for making a false 911? I think the, I think the right thing to do was to take her in the, out of the parking lot and beat the crap out of her. <laughs> <laughs> There's people like that that do it all the time, but that, that's oh. exactly what I thought of as soon as I heard that. I'll check it in service. Go ahead and clear it off the screen. Yeah. I this, love that the barbecue didn't back down and just be like, oh, okay, well, let's get you some and it's, we're going to cook it to shit. You know, like, no, this is what we make. Shut yeah. up and take it. Yeah. You can yeah. take the plate. That's a souvenir. That's, that's kind of, I mean, yeah. Debbie Holt, the owner of the restaurant, told WRAL that police did not seem too concerned when they arrived. She said, <laughs> I'll bet they did. She said the cop came in when they arrived a, two hours and 45 minutes later to discuss it with her. Yeah. yeah. Two they, days they, later, when the cop showed up, they said, We don't give a tinker's damn about your barbecue. Yep. But the can we get just, some free samples for the guys back at the station? Yeah. Uh, give me, yeah, load us up with some of that pink meat. Uh, he folded his arms and rolled his eyes. She said, I don't think he even said much except, I got you. Clyde Cooper's barbecue has embraced the attention from the incident said they have seen customers coming in asking for the infamous pink barbecue and said they're going to make pink barbecue merchandise for their Give fans. me the pink meat. We Let us never say pink meat. If you don't, if podcast, you don't make please. a shirt out of that, you're ruining an advertisement gem. Right. Do not Google that. Say it should be called don't pink Google meat. pink meat. <laughs> Fatty, I got the, pink meat, with I got the pink meat at Jim Bob's Barbecue in East, wherever. Clyde Cooper's. There you go, That's Clyde Cooper. Nineteen thirty-eight. Clyde Cooper gave me the pink meat. <laughs> Show me the money. <laughs> Clyde Cooper gave you're, me the. You're, pink you're welcome, Clyde Cooper. There's a million dollar gym. I go in the back seat, Debbie. Well, That's what she said. Put <laughs> that in your pocket. Take that home with you. That's oh, who crazy. wouldn't buy a shirt that said Clyde Cooper gave me the peak meat? I'd oh buy one. I'd wear that so one. funny. I want to hang it right sucker. there. Exactly <laughs> right. That'll be in a movie like Uncle Buck in a few years, and yeah, you'll never have to work again. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's all. all that's, set. There you go. Your gems. I just pick them off a of vine and hand them out. There you go. All right. That's all I got. We'll compile some uh, topics and meet you back here next week. I do have a prison thing, but it's pretty long. So that's what she said. <laughs> Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use code PSR for a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's a pretty good deal. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We truly do appreciate it. We encourage you to tell your friends, share the show on social media. Maybe send us one of those five-star reviews on Spotify. I love those. Uh, it's really easy. Just click that fifth star. You don't even have to type anything. Join our Discord. It's at my pinned tweet, PatriotSportsNow.com. You know all that stuff, at PatriotsPod, blah, blah, blah. Until next time, be good to each other. Chris, kick the outro music. Music. 
You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.